Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today, and also remember to join my wife and myself over at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. We are a free Grace Teaching page there. Remember, we're always a free Grace Teaching uh, ministry, so we just want to thank you for the opportunity to be a blessing to you today. And uh, remember, without you, we can't teach, and so we learn so we can teach, and we teach so we can learn, so relationships 101 is what we're talking about today remember we learn so we can teach and so we don't have this down okay just so you know we don't have this down we're not professionals at relationships uh, in our marriage but we're learning and so as we're learning we're teaching and as we teach now we're actually uh, learning as we teach as well and so I want to talk a little bit about this topic of marriage and what the Bible has to say about it. First of all, Paul says in 1 Corinthians, if you want to know about marriage, you have to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. That's the marriage chapter. And so marriage, he's going to say this in 1 Corinthians 7:28. He's going to say, but if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a marriage... And she has not sinned, but but those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And I want to spare you this, okay? And so we have to understand what he's saying here, the context of this. Of course, we want to get the context of this. When he says many troubles, people are like, you know, in counseling sessions, when there's trouble in the marriage, you know, a lot of times the married couple will come into the counseling office and they'll say, we've had nothing but troubles in our marriage. We have a lack of communication. Uh, I don't like the way they eat. I don't like the way they dress. I don't like the way they leave their clothes around. It just seems like our communication stinks. And, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And they're looking at each other and not the Lord. And so this is what happens. But many troubles. We're going to talk a little bit about that when uh, we see there, Paul says, if you uh, get married, you will face many troubles in life, in this life. Now, these, this context, in the Greek language, troubles, in this context, the word is flipsen, and uh, it means persecution, affliction, distress, tribulation, and pressure, okay? And so the Greek word, of course, we want to take that word tribulation, so the word trouble in marriage is going to be tribulation. Now, remember, tribulation is a fancy name for Satan's work. Okay, and that's what he's saying. You know, and so tribulation, the meaning of tribulation, it it means this in the Greek language. It means persecution, distress, oppression, and affliction. Same thing. Okay, so persecution, what that means is harassed. Sometimes you might get harassed in your marriage. You might feel harassed. Sometimes distress comes. Like, why is this happening? You know, you go to, a, you know, a doctor and or you have a, a problem with communication. And that's the, the main problem in marriage and relationships is communication. And we're going to talk a little bit about why there's so much trouble in relationships and marriage. And it's because of communication. There's a lot of problems, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in more detail, but I don't want to get too far ahead here. 
And so uh, distress. Yeah. Why is this happening? Have you ever said that in your marriage? I know we have, you know, with our physical, we go to the doctor or something. They, they give us a diagnosis and I'm, I'm like, why is this happening? You know, for an example, I was diagnosed with uh, uh, lumbar stenosis, L4, L3, which is down towards the lower back that affects my legs. Well, this, there's no cure for this. There's an operation I could have. But so far, I haven't needed that. So thankful. Thank, thanks to God for that. But, you know, why is this happening? You know, and we're, we'll go through things like that in our marriages. Pain. You know, we'll have pain. Some, some, in some marriages, some people have chronic pain. And nothing worse than living your life with another person when you have chronic pain. And they don't. Okay, so it's really difficult. Affliction is another word we see that happens, uh, trouble, when we see that if you get married, you'll have many troubles, and this means affliction. So you'll have uh, times where you're, if you're married, you will be harassed in your marriage, you will have distress, you will be oppressed, meaning you'll have pain, uh, and you'll have disease and illness. And so affliction, that's what affliction means. It means disease or illness. And so all of these come, but, you know, that's what Paul means when he says in this, if you get married, you'll have troubles. So I just wanted to make sure you knew that uh, before you do get married, before you say I do, think about those things. But, uh, you know, I have not had one regret. I, I love my wife. In other words, when I say I love my wife, I just enjoy spending time with her. And so that's the way we know we love the Lord. We love the Lord by wanting to spend time with him. So, you know, the problem is, is this in, in relationships a lot of times, and I have to boast about my weakness because it wouldn't be any good if I didn't. But I have a weakness and I'll share that with you. And my weakness is communication. How about you? I'm not a great listener. You know, I, I can listen. I listen to everything. But a lot of it don't stick. So I'm not, a, I don't hear people that well. I listen, but I, I want to be, a, I want to hear people. Of course, by God's grace, power is perfected in weakness. So hoping for that to come through. But, uh, you know, I don't have ESP as well. So communication, you know, is very important. Uh, you know, there's a, something Jesus said. He said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything else is from the devil. And so a lot of times in marriage, you know, a lot of times in relationships, too, uh, there's the, uh, you know, yes means no and no means yes. And some of you know what I'm talking about there. But no, that's error. That's wrong. Yes is yes and no means no. You see, you know, for an example, we saw in a relationship two, between two people, uh, she, uh, you know, he asked her the question. He says uh, they were coming out of a building and he says can do you want me to go get the car it's parked pretty far away and I'll just pick you up here and she says no but what she really was saying is yes I want you to do that so she was saying no but she meant yes no if you want him to pick you up and, and you stay there and you you want him to go get that car and pick you up at the curb then tell him yes I, want, I would like to see you just go get the car and pick me up. I'll wait for you right here. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Anything else is from the devil. What is ESP? You know, some of us have heard about ESP. 
It's uh, extrasensory perception, or ESP. It's also called sixth sense. This include, includes claimed reception of information not gained through the recognized physical senses, but sensed with the mind. In other words, in short, a person with ESP can read other people's minds. That's not me, folks. <laughs> That's just not me. You know, I, I don't have ESP and I can't read people's minds. And that's why I have such a struggle in communication, with communicating with people. But uh, people in relationships suffer because of lack of communication. And uh, this, this, is, this affects all relationships, not just marriage. And so there have been a number of studies on the complex topic of nonverbal communication with varying results. However, most experts agree. Now, check this out. Most experts agree that 70 to 93 percent of all communication is nonverbal. Did you get that? Ninety three percent of all communication is nonverbal. And so if your spouse is not speaking to you about certain things that they want, you know, how are they going to get it? If I don't have this communication thing down, I need to know exactly what she's thinking, you know, or otherwise I'm just sitting there trying to figure it all out and I'll never get it. Here's another problem for troubles in, uh, when in relationships with communication. Not all uh, communication is verbal. In fact, a whopping, now check this out, a whopping 93% of our communication is sent and received non-verbally. Only 7% of communication is verbal. That's why you can see that married couples can actually read each other's thoughts and they don't have to say a word. People that have been married for a long time, they can finish each, finish each other's sentences, you see. So let me let me share something with you about women and men. First of all, women are commonly, the, you know, the difference between romance and intimacy here in marriage. And, uh, you know, women are commonly, they define romance as words and behaviors that represent that they are loved, cherished, valued, respected, and desired. That's one I received from my wife personally. Now, guys, you can relate to me because I was way off. I didn't know that was romance, but I have to really study that and and soak in that, you know, and get, get a hold of that because that's what she believes romance is. But to me, romance, and guys, you can relate to this, but to us guys, when we hear the word romance, when, when our wife says, you know, I'd like to have some romance today. What we're usually thinking about is sex, right? <laughs> that's right, women. That's what we think about. We think about sex most of the time when you mention romance. So make sure you tell your husband, women, you know, in your marriages, what this means to you. Explain to them what romance is to you so he understands. Otherwise, he's just going to you know, lean on his own understanding and make some foolish decisions. And and once he's made them, that's it. So, guys, we have a lot to learn, don't we? And so it all starts with uh, communication. Let's start speaking, you know, the old-fashioned way, speaking about things. You know, don't assume that we know women, you know, in your marriages. 
And, and women, guys, don't assume that your wife knows also. She don't know. So we have to learn how to communicate our feelings and share our thoughts with each other and not keep that so secrety. See, that's part of intimacy. In conclusion, intimacy, I wanted to talk a little bit about intimacy first with the Lord and with our spouse. Intimacy with the Lord is verbal, period. It's speaking and listening and enjoying his presence. Okay, we speak to him, we listen to him, we hear his voice, and we enjoy his presence. And that's what intimacy is with the Lord. But in the physical union, husbands, intimacy is both verbal and physical.